Okay, thank you. Can you hear me now? <laughs> I hate to make a commercial. Can you hear me now? Okay, good. Praise God. Um, we have problems sometimes with the audio on this program. Actually, we're looking for a, another program, and we haven't found one yet. But praise God, we're going to go ahead and use this as much as we can for our services. Uh, we have a lot of people that come back on later that because of their other engagements um, on Wednesday night. Most people have Bible study on Wednesday night and because of church on Sunday. Sometimes we have people on here and sometimes we don't, but I continue on because they come back and listen. Um, Dr. Diana, where are you from? Fernando, Florida. In fact, we have a lady that comes on here usually from Florida. She's going to church with her mother this morning, and her name is Judy. God bless Florida. How's the weather down there? Is everything okay? Sunny and hot. Amen. Well, I'm in Pennsylvania, and it's sunny and warm here, too. God is good. Amen. God's been good to me. I have no complaints. Amen. God is just awesome. Um, I'd like to open up with a prayer. Um, Annalise, God bless you. God bless you. God bless everyone that comes on. As we're doing the Bible studies on Wednesdays and as we're doing the church services on Sundays, people will come on and off. So I just say God bless to each and every one of you as you come and go. Amen. And to the ones that come on later, God bless you as well. May the Lord bring joy into your soul. Um, Heavenly Father, Lord God, I thank you for this day. I totally thank you. You are such a wonderful Father. You are a wonderful, wonderful Father. You love us. Sometimes you, I mean, you love us, Lord God, sometimes even when we're unlovely. You love the unlovely. You take care of us. You're a wonderful Father, a good Father. And for that, we thank you. Lord God, I ask right now, if there's anything that we've done to separate us from you, please forgive us in your, in your Son's name, Yeshua. They call him Jesus the Christ, Lord God. Please forgive us. We love you. We don't want to be separated from you. We don't want anyone else in our lives to control us, to tell us things, to talk to us, to teach us. But you, you're an awesome guide. You're an awesome father. You sent your son to die on a cross for us, Lord God, and he shed his blood for us. And for that, we thank you. You send your Holy Spirit to us to teach us, Lord God. And for that, we thank you. I ask right now, Lord God, that you send your Holy Spirit in right now to teach us what you would have us to know today. Let the words of my mouth be the words that you would have us to hear, Lord God. Hide me behind the cross. You first, and I'll follow. Lord God, bless all of the prayer requests that we got together. We lift them all up to you. Some of the names, Lord God, we can't even remember. There's so much going on in our lives, but we know that you know the names. And we know that you will take care of them. So right now, Lord God, we lay the prayer requests in your lap as you sit on your heavenly throne. Lord God, we ask that you also uh, touch the hearts of those who are incarcerated, Lord God, touch the hearts of those that just don't want to believe. Touch the hearts, Lord God, of our leaders all around the world. And let them see before it is too late for them to understand. Cause, give them understanding now. Cause them to see that you are the divine presence all over this world. 
and you come first, if they don't put you first, the people underneath them will err, Lord God. Lord, forgive us for taking you out of schools. Forgive us for taking prayer out of schools. Forgive us for the things that we're doing, the sins that we are doing right now in these different nations all around the world, Lord God. We just think, you know, a lot of people around here just think that it's okay that you don't see these things. I ask that you touch their hearts and show them it is not okay to sin. And you do see all these things, Lord God. We don't want to see sin reign anymore. Lord God, for the sick and the shut-in, we pray for those people, for the ones who are in homes that are not being visited. We pray for those that you comfort. Let your spirit comfort them, Lord God, and touch them. And let them know that they are not an outcast. They are not alone. For Jesus walks with them. Lord God, for the people who come back to listen, the ones that come on now, bless them for being faithful, Lord God, and, and stepping forward and saying, I want to hear the word. Because you said your sheep will know your voice. And they will know if it's from flesh or if it's from the Spirit of God. For the ones that come back to listen, Lord God, bless them. Touch each and every household that is represented in this service this morning. You're an awesome God. You've done a lot for us. Things that we don't even deserve. Your grace and mercy carry us through, Lord God. In Jesus' holy name, we're thanking you for being good, for being God all by yourself. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Um, I'd like to start out with, amen, Psalms 118, 26-27a which says, Blessed is he who enters in the name of the Lord. We bless you from the house of the Lord, Bethel. Amen. The Lord is God, and he has given us light. Bind up the festal procession with branches up to the horns of the altar. Amen and amen. Praise God. Open to me the gates of righteousness that I may enter through them and give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord. The righteous shall enter through it. God is awesome. Amen. Praise God Almighty. And God is very much real. Hallelujah. Real, real. He's real to me. Oh, yes. He gives me the victory. So many people doubt him. I can live without him. That is why I love him so. He's so real to me. Real, real, real. Jesus is real to me. Oh, yes. He gives me the victory. So many people doubt him. I won't live without him. That is why I love him so. He's so real to me. Everybody say real, 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 real. He's so real to me. Oh, yes. 
He gives me the victory. So many people doubt him. I can't live without him. That is why I love him so. He's so real to me. That is why I love him so. He's so real to me. Hallelujah. Amen. Give God a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. God is awesome. I just like to praise Him. Sometimes I praise and sometimes you worship. You know, you just get in a different mood. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Doctor. Amen. Praise God. Lord of Lords, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Lord of Lords, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Oh, Lord, we praise your name. Oh, Lord, we magnify your name. Prince of peace, mighty God. Oh, Lord, God Almighty. He's majestic. Lord of Lords, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Lord of Lords, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Oh, Lord, we praise your name. Oh, Lord, we magnify your name. Prince of peace, mighty God. Oh, Lord, God Almighty. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made, that the Lord has made. I will rejoice, I will rejoice and be glad in it, and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will enter, I will enter His gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter His courts with praise. I will say this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. He has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. He has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. This is the hour. This is the hour that the Lord has made, that the Lord has made. We will rejoice, we will rejoice and be glad in it, and be glad in it. This is the hour that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. 
This is the hour, this is the hour that the Lord has made. Hallelujah! Praise God, and I'm going to praise Him. And I pray to God that you're praising Him today. God has been good to you. People can try to act like, well, what did He do for me? What do you, you woke up this morning. Did you not wake up this morning? If you didn't wake up this morning, then you cannot say that. But God has been good to wake you up this morning. Amen. Woke up this morning with my mind. Stayed on Jesus. I woke up this morning with my mind. Stayed on Jesus. I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Walking and talking with my mind stayed on Jesus. I'm walking and talking with my mind stayed on Jesus. I'm walking and talking with my mind, stayed on Jesus, hallelujah, 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 like David, singing and dancing with my mind, stayed on Jesus, singing and dancing with my mind, stayed on Jesus. Singing and dancing with my mind, stayed on Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. We bless your name today, Lord God. We give you a hand clap of praise. We thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. We are in no hurry to praise the Lord God Almighty. We don't care who hears. We don't care who doesn't like it. Amen. We like it. God loves it. For that I am thankful. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> I just have to praise him. He's been so good to me. I just had to praise him. This morning, um, I'm having audio problems. This is usually when we ask people to testify or if somebody has a prayer or a song or anything that they would like to sing. But because we're having audio problems, I don't think we'll be able to do that today unless some, somebody wants to uh, print. Um, if you want to write something, feel free to go ahead and write. Does anybody have anything that they would like to type? And I do apologize. Seriously, it's a big problem with this, but does anybody have anything that they'd like to type maybe for a minute or print or something they just want to say? Annalise, I have an aunt named Annalise from Germany, and I love her dearly. And when, as soon as I saw your name, I thought about Aunt Annalise. <laughs> it, it is German. Okay, praise God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. All right. Well, turn your swords to Acts 3. Your mother is from Germany. Praise God. Amen. God bless Germany as well. All right. 
God says pray for everybody. If God tells us to pray for our enemies, you know he includes the entire world. Amen. <laughs> so we can't say we're going to pray for this group and we're not going to pray for that group. You pray for, Jesus said pray for everybody. <laughs> she said, if you can't beat them, join them. Hey, you know. <laughs> Amen. God said, be wise, didn't he? He said, be wise. All right, so I, turn your swords to Acts 3. And, you know, years ago, I want to I wanna say almost 10, maybe 8 or 9 years ago, God showed me Acts 3 in a dream. And it took me years. I could not understand what he was showing me Acts 3 for. And you know, as time goes by, we mature spiritually. Not just physically or naturally, but we mature, well, put it this way, we're supposed to mature spiritually, okay? <laughs> and um, God has shown me what Acts 3 meant, the reason why he showed it to me. And it's all about healing. Amen. So we're going to discuss Acts 3. I promise I won't keep you long. I'm not one of those long-winded, well, then again, sometimes, if it gets good in the spirit, I just go with the flow, okay? <laughs> but um, Acts 3, I'm going to read it. Uh, now, Peter and John went up together into the temple. I want you to listen to it. Now, listen to the direction as I read this. It's telling us things, too. Okay, uh, Peter and John went up together into the temple at the ninth hour of prayer, being... At the hour of prayer being the ninth hour. And we all know that in Israel, their time begins, their morning begins at 6. So the ninth hour would be 3 p.m. So Peter and John went up into the temple. at the hour, Notice it says, quote, unquote, the hour of prayer, which we now know is 3 p.m. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they had laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. And Peter fastened his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed to them. Okay, he paid attention to them and did what he was told, expecting to receive something of them. Expecting. All right, remember that word, expecting to receive. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have I give thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand, okay, the hand of power. We know the left hand is the hand of law, right hand is the hand of power. You always use your right hand whenever you're anointing or whenever you're exchanging power. And lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered with them into the temple. <laughs> he went with them into the temple, praise God, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God, and they knew that it was he which sat for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. And as the lame man which was healed held Peter and John, all the people ran together unto him in the porch that is called Solomon's, greatly wondering. And when Peter saw it, he answered unto the people, Ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? Or why look so earnestly upon us as though by our own power or holiness we had made this man to walk? The God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob 
the God of our fathers, hath glorified his son Jesus, whom ye delivered up and denied him in the presence of Pilate, when he was determined to let him go. But you denied the Holy One and the just, and desired a murderer to be granted unto you, and killed the Prince of Life, whom God hath raised from the dead, whereof we are witnesses, and his name, through faith in his name, hath made this man strong, whom ye see and know. Yet the faith which is by him hath given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. And now, brethren, I wot that this through ignorance uh, ye did it, and as also your rulers, but those things which God had showed by the mouth of all his prophets that Christ should suffer, he hath so fulfilled. And then he goes, Repent ye therefore, and be converted, see, be converted, change your ways, that your sins may be blotted out when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. And he shall send Jesus Christ, which before was pre he goes, and he shall send Jesus Christ, which before was preached unto you. See, God gives us a second chance. Whom, whom the heaven must receive until the times of restitution of all things which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. For Moses truly said unto the fathers, A prophet shall the Lord your God raise up unto you of your brethren like unto me. Him shall ye hear in all things whatsoever he shall say unto you. And it shall come to pass. In other words, show enough. When you hear it shall come to pass, that means it's surely going to happen that every soul which will not hear that prophet shall be destroyed from among the people. Yet... And all the prophets from Samuel and those that follow after, as many have spoken, have likewise foretold of these days. Ye are the children of the prophets and of the covenant which God made with our fathers, saying unto Abraham, And in thy seed shall all the kindreds of the earth be blessed. Unto you first, God, having raised up his son, Jesus, Yeshua, sent him to bless you in turning away every one of you from his iniquities. May God add, I know God's going to add a blessing to the reading of his word. Amen. Praise God. So, now you just read Acts 3 about the healing of the lame man, which says he was lame from his mother's womb. Okay, in this message, God wants to show you that even if you were lame, no matter what you supposedly had, even while you were in your mother's womb, you can be healed of. All right? No matter what it is that God did not intend for you to have, you can be healed of it. Acts 3. Now, the name of this is, it's okay to ask. God is telling us, he's been telling us all this time, it's okay to ask. He said, to some of us, you have not because you ask not. And then he says, some of us have not because we ask amiss. You have to first understand that God lives in you. God, if you are breathing, God lives in you. He is, getting, he is giving you a chance to understand this. 
There are so many people that go about in their lives searching for God, and they don't even understand that God is already there. He's saying, here I am. What will you have of me? God is here. He's within you. You are the beautiful gate. You are the temple. Doesn't the Bible tell us that we are the temple of God? We are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Amen. He lives within you. Now, we begin here at the temple, hence healing. Anybody that would read this knows that you could see, the Bible says, study to show thyself approved, which includes more than just reading. He wants you to read, but he wants you to understand. He wants you to study. Get your concordance, your Bible, your dictionary, your thesaurus, and a notebook. God wants you to study. You can see here in Acts 3 that healing begins at the temple. Now, as I said, the hour of prayer was 3 p.m. In verse 1, it says, Peter and John went up together into the temple <clears throat> At the, at the hour of prayer, comma, being the ninth hour, which is 3 p.m. Now, obviously, 3 p.m. was an hour of prayer for them. This is the book of Acts after Jesus was born, after they, they uh, killed him on a cross, after he shed his blood, after he was raised again. Blue the Holy Ghost, hey, you know, this is after, and they are still praying at 3 p.m. Amen. A man asking alms who was handicapped from his birth, even before his birth in his mother's womb, he was handicapped. God wants you to know that no matter what it is, he's still in the, he's still in the healing business. He was at the temple, this man was at the temple praying, asking people for donations. He was there at prayer time asking people for donations, which tells us with prayer should come tithing, donations, and alms. Mercy. If you just look at it, they were going to the temple at the hour of prayer. And when you go to the temple... That's when you do tithing, donations, and alms. Amen. Take care of your temple. You tithe and donate. You tithe where you're being fed, and you do donations and alms where the Spirit of God leads you. Amen. And God tells us to pray in secret. Matthew 6, 6 says to pray in secret. Whatever you do, you don't go out and blab it to everybody else. You keep that between you and God. Amen. Now, in Matthew 6, 1, it tells us to give in secret and to give alms. I'm going to turn to Matthew 6, 1. Let's see. Matthew 6, 1. I want to read this. Amen. If you could turn there, turn to Matthew chapter 6, verse 1, and it says... Take heed, it's in red, Jesus' words, Take heed that ye do not your alms before men to be seen of them, otherwise ye have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. God does not want you blabbing everything because what happens is when you blab about what you've done for somebody, you're taking the glory away from God and making it look like you did it. This is for the glory of God. It's even mentioned here, I, I believe, as I was reading. It said God did this healing for His glory. It's not, it's not for us. 
the, the, Peter told him, he said, why are you, mar uh, verse 12, he said, why do you marvel at this? You're looking like we did it. Like our own power and our own holiness did this. No, we didn't make this man walk. God did. We just obeyed what we were supposed to do. Amen. Christians must have been known to give secretly or the lame man wouldn't have been there. They were giving. And the lame man, was he had wisdom. He was smart because, not to use the word, I hate to use the word clients, but he knew his clients. The lame man knew who would give to him. The lame man knew that the people that went into the temple had some coof to him. They wouldn't tease him or make fun of him or treat him bad. He knew where his, oh my God, even the lame man knew where his blessings come from. He knew where they were coming from. Amen. So he was there. He didn't say, well, I'm going to stay home today. Maybe the Lord will send it to my doorstep. He went out to get his blessings. And sometimes, you ha most of the time, you have to go out to get your blessings. Even Jesus tells, tells us in Matthew 28, go out. Go ye therefore out. Amen. He doesn't say stay home and, and do your work. He said, go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the world. Amen. And Jesus knows that wherever you go in his name, doing things in his name for his kingdom, he's going to be with you. So therefore you want for nothing. You're automatically blessed. Praise God. Amen. The blind man went out. So obviously he knew the word. <clears throat> Amen. Matt six, Matthew 6.33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. We need to start seeking the kingdom first instead of me, 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 I, 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 mine, mine, mine. How about God's kingdom first? Amen. Do things for God. Amen. And you, this is all these things will be added unto you. You will want for nothing. Take care of God's business first. We need to get rid of selfishness and get into righteousness. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. The, the uh, lame man knew that there had to be healing in the temple somehow. And you notice it says they brought him there. Amen. They brought him to the temple. It says, in verse 2, it says, And a certain man lame from the mother's womb was carried, which means someone is going to get blessed because they helped him to get there. Oh, my goodness. And it, talking about the snowball effect, God's not going to leave the helpers out. If he ble when that blind man got blessed, the people that carried him there were blessed as well. See, when God blesses you, he blesses the other people in your life that some of them you might not even know. He blesses the people that has helped you. He blesses the people that has prayed for you. Have you ever heard that song that says, somebody prayed for me? You hear that? They had me on my mind. They took the time to pray for me. I'm so glad they prayed. I'm so glad they prayed. I'm so glad they prayed for me. And when God blesses you, they get pray they get blessed. Amen. Praise God. Acts three ten tells us that they knew it was He. Which shows us there was a they recognized 
they realized a realization that it was him. People had seen him sitting there so long, everybody knew him. Have you ever had a person in your hometown or town you live in where everybody just happens to know this person? Maybe they're a little slow and they're real friendly and they run to the store for everybody or whatever, and you could tell that maybe they were in a special uh, a grade, a class or something in school or whatever, but they have golden hearts, they have wonderful hearts. This man was like, everybody knew him. All right, everybody knew his situation, but isn't it something that nobody offered him? Jesus Christ? Nobody offered to heal him and extend the right hand to him. Amen. God's people know who you are. We know who we are. You do not have to demand so much attention. We know who you are, what is driving you, like this man here. We, they knew who he was. They knew what was driving him, under which spirit a person is under. And we know who they, what they want. They knew what he wanted. God lives in us, and he can see you. Amen. Praise God. Peter and John, if you want to just come out and say it in short, Peter and John showed this man how to fish. You ever hear that saying? That you, I'm sure you've heard it a million times. You could give somebody a fish and cook it for them or whatever, but to teach them how to fish so that they can get it whenever they need it is a totally different thing. Amen. They taught him how to fish. They taught him how to be healed and take care of his business without having someone else to do it for him. They gave him liberty. They gave him freedom, which is God. This is what God wants us to have. He wants us to have liberty and he wants us to have freedom. In verse 6, it says, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Amen. Jesus, he wasn't afraid to say his name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, there were more than one Jesus now. He said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Remember, we have bar Jesus. And then not only that, it also tells us, I believe in Corinthians, that there is another Jesus. People to preach another Jesus. Amen. So they, they said the, the right one. They had the right one, and gave, which gave him power. And he rose up. Amen. They could have given him money. But guess what? The money wouldn't last long. Amen. Money is only a temporary fix. This is where a lot of people go wrong. They say, well, God, if you love me, why won't you let me hit the lottery? Everybody else does. God, if you love me, why don't you just let me get a $100,000 check in the mail? Let, let so-and-so send me money. Get money this way. Get money that way. Everybody's money, money on their mind and mind on their money. <laughs> is that what the song says? Well, God, listen to this. I have a blessing for you today. God wants you to have more. Guess what? Money is only a part of living. It's not everything. God wants you to have good health. He wants you to have a right mind. If obviously the Bible says there's some people are in the wrong mind. If some people are in the wrong mind, there's a right mind. If there's a right mind, there's a wrong mind. 
God wants you to have abundance and prosperity, which doesn't always include money. Prosperity means love in your relationships, love in your family, your children getting along, your grandmother, grandfather, and, 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 and long lives. God wants to kick death out of your life. He doesn't want you going to funerals every two weeks. God wants you to enjoy your life. He wants you to have long living. Amen. It's more than money. They, get, they gave this lame man something that money could not give him. They gave him a new life, a new start. Amen. Money cannot heal cancer. Now, you can have money sent to scientists so the scientists can work on trying to find a way to heal it. But if, if, the, if the doctor tells you you have six months to live, Somebody can give you $1.7 billion, and it's not going to make you live any longer. It just means that somebody else is going to get your money when you're gone. You have to depend on God to give you that healing. Amen. Praise God. They weren't afraid to steal. Now, you got to think S-T-I-L-L. -L. We have to think of everything that happened before this. They weren't, Peter and John were not afraid to still use Jesus' name in verse 6. They st they're still using it and have just begun. Amen. Are you afraid to use Jesus' name? You know, God said, if you are ashamed of me, I'm going to be ashamed of you. Amen. You turn your back on him, he's going to turn his back on you. Praise God. Jesus had been dead, risen, and gone back up to heaven, and these people were still using his name. People got killed. They had to run in the upper room after all that happened with Jesus because they were afraid for their lives. That's why it took Mary to tell people that Jesus is risen. She was the first female preacher after Jesus rose. She was the first preacher. Amen. The men were sitting up in the, in the, in the upper room hiding. They were scared. They were afraid for their lives. Amen. Because Jesus made full proof of his ministry, there shouldn't be room for doubt. Jesus made, you know, God tells us, I believe 2 Timothy, let me go to 2 Timothy 4.5. I, I, I believe it is. But 2 Timothy 4.5 tells us, uh, let me see, it says, But watch thou in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, this is what Peter and John was doing, and make full proof of thy ministry. God wants you, and he doesn't want us bragging, but he wants us to make full proof of our ministry so that when you go places and somebody tries to shoot you down and tell you what you are not, you can stand up with boldness in front of that lion's face and tell him what you are. <laughs> tell him what God said you are. Make full proof of our ministry. So what happened was, because of what Jesus did, gave them the courage to stand up and do the Lord's work. Amen. If you prove your ministry with righteous living, now there's a difference between just living and righteous living. Righteous living includes some sacrifice. Amen. There are some things you're not going to be able to do whenever you're living in the ministry or living for the kingdom of God because it is not of God. Amen. You have to prove your ministry with righteous living and miracles. Who can doubt that Jesus walks with you when they see these things? They'll ask for whatever it is that you have. People will come up and say, what is it that you have that keeps that smile on your face and gives you that joy? What is it? 
They repeated the scriptures when Jesus told people to rise up and walk in verse 6 of Acts 3. When you look at verse 6, they said, rise up and walk. How many times did God tell us to rise up and walk? Ray tells us to rise up. Jesus wants you to rise up out of that situation. Amen. Anything that you get yourself into, Jesus can heal you of it. He's still in the healing business. Jesus kept telling people to rise, rise, rise. And I'm telling you today to do the same. The Bible says he raises us up out of the heap. Amen. Out of the trash heap, the cr trash dump. Amen. And I'm also telling you today to rise up out of your horrible, crippling situations that you're in. It's suffocating you. We need to kill that old man, that flesh. And don't be afraid to live in the spirit. Don't be afraid. God says we are not to have any fear. If you trust God, you will have no fear. God lives in you. He wants you to rise up out of that poverty. No. It's, it, it, rise up out of it. Rise up out of jealousy and depression. All of these things that are hitting us, that's trying to keep us down, that's not God. God wants you to be, he wants you to be liberated and free in Jesus. Amen. Thirst for righteousness and God will reward you. You have to diligently seek him, knowing that he is, you have to live for him. Stay on the right path. Righteousness. Know that he is in you and he sees all that you do. You have to seek his ways, his commandments, his statutes. Amen. So many people have grown weary and turned to a different path when they got to the fork in the road. Now, when you get to a fork in your life, you have to make the right decision. You have to leave it to God. They made a decision that thwarted them and sent them on the wrong path. They took the easy path because serving God is not as easy as you think it is because as soon as you say you're going to serve God, the enemy is going to try to work against you to try to, to cut down your faith, to try to plant that seed of doubt in you. He doesn't want you to do anything for God because he knows his end. Satan is roaring, is running around. The Bible says Satan is running around like a, as a... It says, as, if you read it, it says, as a roaring lion. It doesn't say Satan's a roaring lion now. It says he's running around as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. He's trying to plant seeds of doubt in you so that you will not believe in the Almighty God. Amen. God will make a way. The, the, the song says, God will make a way when there seems to be no way. And he does. God will make a way. You have to have faith to believe in this. Amen. So the whole message to us today is that we should not be afraid to ask. The lame man wasn't. God says, it's okay to ask. You're his child. Don't you ask your father for what you need or your mother for what you need? Why are we afraid to ask God? We should not be afraid to ask. The lame man had no fear of asking, and guess what? He received. In order for him to rise up and walk, he also believed. 
His belief system was outstanding. As the Bible said about Daniel, Daniel had an excellent spirit. This man had an outstanding belief system. He wanted money. Now, wait, let me ask this question before I end up. I'm getting ready to close up, but how many people nowadays would turn down the miracle to be able to walk for the money? There are people who are turning down God's miracle for their lives, for money. Ooh, that'll preach. That's good. Amen. Thank you, Lord. There are people who would rather stay in their ugly situations. Jesus. Just to keep the money. You make your choice. How is your belief system? Do you ask and see no answers? How's your belief system? My question to you is, are you living at that beautiful gate of the temple? Are you living... As in Acts 3, verse 2, are you living at the beautiful gate of the temple? God knows. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I see more people came on praying to God. You're here for Yeshua, Jesus' son. If there's anybody out there that hasn't accepted Jesus Christ as their Savior, now is the time. And, and, and according to the word of God, we're getting closer and closer to the end. We do not know when it will be. You know, we preachers don't use this to scare people. We're not trying to scare you. We're just trying to tell you the truth. God loves the truth. Amen. God loves the truth. And according to his word, according to the Holy Bible, the end is very, very near. You watch the countries. You listen to what's going on in the different armies of the different nations, what the leaders are doing. You keep your eyes on Israel and see what's going on with Israel, how everybody wants to wipe Israel off the map and all that kind of stuff. I'm telling you, the time is coming. There's going to come a time where if you don't accept Jesus right now on this side of the cross, you're not going to be able to do it on the other side. On this side of the grave, you're not going to be able to do it on the other side of the grave. It's going to be too late. So if there's anyone out there that want to accept Jesus Christ. For those of you who are on right now, if you want to accept Jesus Christ, Yeshua, his real name, his Hebrew name, if you want to accept Yeshua, we call him Jesus the Christ, as your Savior, just type I do, and when I see I do, uh, then God will see it as well, and he will reward you for being bold and, and wanting to know more about him, and he will fight your battle. I don't care who comes up against you, God will fight your battles. And I'm not saying this because somebody in a school somewhere taught me how to say it. I'm saying it out of personal out of personal, out of a personal relationship that I have with God. Nobody can pry me from God's fingers. Every time we have a Wednesday night Bible study or every time we have a church online, somebody comes on here and tries to sell me their God. I don't want anybody else's God. I want the God. I want the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and David and Daniel. The God of Israel. Amen. Praise God. If you want him, just type I do and just repeat after. For those who come on later and listen, just repeat after me right now. It's easy. Just say, Lord Jesus, Yeshua, God's Son, forgive me of my sins. I accept you 
as my Savior and my Lord, God's Son that died on a cross for me, I accept you. Teach me your ways. And thank you for loving me and dying on the cross for me. In your holy name, amen. And if you just prayed that prayer, God bless you and thank you for doing that. And welcome to the family of God. Now what I want you to do is I want you to find a Bible-believing church. And if you're in an area where it's hard to find one, get yourself a Bible, a holy Bible. Amen? And, and get, make sure it's, it's the kind of Bible where there's not chapters missing because they're messing around with the Bible so much nowadays. You've got to make sure. I'd, I'd use Thompson Chain Reference King James Version. Because <laughs> some of these new ones, Lord, they're taking out chapters and everything else. Amen. Amen. So welcome to the family of God. Find a Bible-believing church that teaches both the Old and the New Testaments. Amen. And, and study to show thyself approved. God bless you, and thank you for coming. And remember, Jesus is Lord. Amen.